All right, here we are. We are in the week three precap with your boy, Eddie Rock. Now, <clears throat> I was hoping that I would have gotten a chance to chime in with Tommy and Powder this week, uh, but I, I didn't get a chance to, and, and I'm glad I didn't, uh, because I thought it was magical listening to you two fucking agree with each other all night. No impartiality there at all just sucking each other's dicks now to be honest with you powder you were the one doing all of the bolly gagging like i didn't hear you one time bring a counterpoint right you just said oh yeah tommy you're the greatest cock sucking f idiots man we put you guys in a room together you're supposed to get tom riled up what are you over there you're over there fucking pumping pumping up his brain right making it sound like intelligent shit that he's saying you are adding credence to the stupidity that he is spitting out into the world and i need you to know that you will be held accountable for those actions brett like we think better of you right powder we think better of you we expect you to go to tom's represent bring some knowledge what'd you do you sat there and you fucking agreed with his stupidity <clears throat> case in point Tom has his little saying that he says, you have to win in the FIB. You have to score over 100 points if you're going to win in the FIB. That's what you sound like, Tom. But we found multiple times that people have found, have scored less than 100 points and still won in the FIB. So your little theory doesn't hold true. As a matter of fact, uh, just a couple years ago, we had somebody score as low as 90, 79 points and came away with a victory. So your research, even by your own admission, has, has been faulty at times. <clears throat> but I'm going to drop one on you, Tom. You can start saying this. You're welcome. This is from me to you, a little gift. I'm just going to tighten up that phrasing a little bit, right? And I, I want to make it so it's solid, so it can't be proven not true. Because there's nothing worse than you saying, look, in the FIB, you have to score 100 points, except for this this time that this guy didn't so i'm gonna give it to you are you ready <clears throat> all right tom what i want you to start saying in the future is this that in the fib if you do not score more points than your opponent you won't be victorious find find one instance where that has not been true find one instance find one instance where at the end of the game at the end of the week the scorers and the dust have settled, and you have more points than your opponent, and you don't win. That's what you need to start saying, Tom. That's how people can get behind you. That's how you lock down a fact. You don't spit some bullshit that you were spitting out there talking with powder when powder just going to let you spit. It's dumb. <clears throat> Anyways. Week two didn't go the way that I had predicted. I got five out of six of my predictions right as I called the games, uh, and it was on record. Uh, so now, at this point, we've had six games, and I am 11 uh, of 12. I'm sorry, we've had 12 games. I'm 11 for 12 and calling them right. The only one I did not get right was mine, and that was this game when my team just absolutely shit the bed. What do you do? What do you do? I don't know. You go out there, and you, and you try. You get on the waiver wire. And, uh, and you try to piece it together week after week. Question is this. <clears throat> Has there been all these injuries because there's no preseason? Possibly. Did the entire 
49ers team get knocked out and Shaquan Barkley because of a field? Absolutely. Uh, Morty? Did Chano drop Shaquan Barkley? Yes. Did Joey scoop him up? Yes. These are facts. This is what Tom wants you to know is facts. Yes, they are all facts. But what does it mean, Tom? What does it mean? What it means is this, is that we have had one hell of an unprecedented season so far, and that waiver wire has been more important than ever. Earlier in the week, Tom called me up and says, hey, I thought that we voted to change the waiver wire process. And I think we might have, like a couple years ago, but we never implemented it. So we started to implement it this week, and then we decided, probably not the week to implement it. So there is a conversation that we have to get together at some point in the future and have as we debate next and following seasons. Yet at this point, um, we had to keep it the way it is. So I want you to know that there was conversation that took place between me and Tommy uh, as that uh, course of action was settled there. Uh, I have completely lost everything that I was talking about. I know I just wanted to come on here and insult Tom, but that may have gotten away with me. So let's let's talk about the precap, right? Let's talk about the precap. I'm going to go through the games of this week. Hey, we just had a special guest walk into the studio. We got OK Bizzle. OK Bizzle, say hi to the people. What up? She is taking off all of her clothes. This is how it happens when you are the king and you set up your ring. The ladies come in and they just drop their panties. They drop their titties and they just show it all to you because they don't care when you are the king of swing like Eddie Dingaling. That's how I do. That is how I do. So let's talk about these game previews. Now, I am not going to be like Tom and sit here and just talk about myself. No, I want to talk about Tom. So let's talk about Tom's stupid little bullshit-ass lineup game that he's got, Freaks and Zeeks. He's going up against old Travis. Now, as you know, Travis got back Miles Sanders, and so he just went to start putting up some points. Doing all right. We talked about all the IR slots he's got, him going up against Tom. Tom had his team put together a quality matchup last week. Um, he acts like the points are just going to always forever be in his favor. Like he, like he, If you listen to that son of a bitch on the podcast, he was saying shit like, maybe he didn't say it per se, but he gave off the the uh, air that he was no longer going to lose. The only thing that he said was like, Jake might give him challenge, but basically he's going to plow his way all the way through uh, the season. Tom, the only thing that's getting plowed is your wife by strange dudes because you are garbage. Zeke, Travis, I hope that you come at his ass this week. In the background, you may hear a toilet. That's fine. You know what that is? That's fucking Tom's season when half of it goes down and the rest of it gets snapped this week. Tom, you are going to lose. Big Ben is going to put an end to you. Travis, you freak Zeke going to take it over the untouchables this week. Let's get it. Celebrate happiness. Tom's garbage. Um, I do think that Big Zeke is going to have a game. Seattle has not stopped shit on defense, right? Minnesota hasn't done a, a whole lot to strap Travis Henry. Um, but I think really where it's going to come down to is Zeke. Zeke's going to have a monster game. And Houston ain't stopped shit, so how in the hell you think Big Ben's going to get slowed down? It ain't happening, dude. It's not. L.A.'s got more for Josh Allen than he's had in the last couple of weeks. So uh, Travis going to 3-0, and going to lead the division. Tri- uh, Tommy's going to drop to 2. I'm sorry, 1-2. and two, And will uh, go to stay in third place uh, as a garbage 
dumpster bottom. We don't even have to talk about Chano. We will in a few minutes, but uh, we don't have to. Moving on to our next game, we got old Fantasy John going up against Baby Ty Ty, the undefeated Baby Ty Ty going up against Fantasy John. Now, John is got a secret weapon here that most people are just starting to understand, and that's that Kareem Hunt. He kicked a bitch in the face. I get it. But now that he's running, he's running like a champ. Now, Johnny Boy, I tried to offer you some, some quality trades to get Kareem out from underneath you. Straight up, A.J. Green, right across. Right? You might have had a little foresight to hold off on that one. But Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook, that is a monster stack right there that is going to have uh, a a good day. I think they're going to have a good day. Kareem Hunt is going to be better than Nick Chubb. That's why Tom's going to lose. Uh, Just looking through the rest of it here, Travis Kelsey is going to, uh, Kittle is not going to do well. And here's the thing, even if Kittle did do well, how long is he going to last in that game with that fucking horrible ass field? They out there playing like on sticky field. Uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. Um, but the difference maker in this game, the difference maker in this game right here is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to eat the fuck out of New Orleans defense. So uh, congratulations, uh, John. You are going to move to 2-1. to one. Tyler will be... Two and one. I'm sorry, John, you are going to move to two and one. Tyler will be two and one, uh, and it will just stay very tight in that division. Keep it up, fellas. Hefe going. Oh, god damn. It's the battle of the pillow. It's El Jefe against Beat Lover. They are beating it down. Now, at the end of this one, will these two lovers still talk? We have the the new, the new face of Arizona, Kyler Murray, named after the, uh, I know I say it every week, but fucking Beavis and Butthead character, uh, going up against Drew. I probably shouldn't have said that, but then maybe I should say that. But then when my wife came back on here, now it's better, Breeze. He's a monster, right? Uh, and and Jeff, I like I like your team. I really, really do. I like your team. You got, you're, you're representing Yakima with old Cooper Cup. You got Tyler Lockett catching everything. Fournette's going to be a monster. He's putting my fucking Ronald Jones to bed. Kenyon Drake, I don't believe it. He's doo-doo. What did he score last week? What did that bitch score last week? 10? I think that I think he has scored two big games. Uh, I think he's garbage. Drew Brees, garbage. And looking on the other side, because I've done all my research going into this. We got Alvin Kamara. He's going to put up some stanky leg. He's going to put up some stanky leg again this week. So you got that. Brent, I, I don't know what you're going to do um, when it comes to Gibson and Amari Cooper. They have not put up the points that you're hoping for. Um, if I was you right now, you should probably swap and put Tom Brady in if you want to have any chance of winning this week. Tom Brady is your path to success. Um I wish I could say that with uh, with a straight face. There's no way that Jeff wins. Uh, Jeff's going to lose it. Sorry, buddy. You are like me. You have an opportunity to do something great, yet your team will bow down and get out of the way and allow you to let victory slip out of your hands. Good luck on that one, uh, Jeff, but I give that and the nod over to B. Lover. Now, Dale going up against Joey. 
This is one, uh, Dale. I'm glad you 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 drafted a second half team because you're gonna need it to get to those injuries. Number one and number two. I'm sorry, number one and number one draft picks fucking wiped out. God damn, that's painful, man. That is fucking painful. I know you had to have been a pissed off dude the last couple of weeks. You're going to get Michael Thomas back. That's, that You're going to be all right there. Uh, but that other loss is, uh, that one's going to hurt. You're going to hurt that one for a while. So how are you going to come back against Joey? Unfortunately, you're not. Russell Wilson's going to have a hell of a game. Him and Dak Prescott are going to have, they're both going to have great games. Um, Mahomes up against Baltimore. It's actually been a little bit more challenging than he, than he's been up to before. Um, but I will tell you, there's no way that you beat Joey. His fucking dumb ass is going to go to two and one Dale. You will go to one and two Joey, the champion proper. Now I don't like that idea. Joey out here fucking getting RN girlfriends claiming that they're hot, whatever. Uh, you know what else is hot? Um, a jalapeno to a fucking orphan rat, right? That's hot, but it's not, Joey. You're not. You and your team suck. You're a garbage person with garbage traits, garbage selection, and garbage team. If, if this woman that you're talking about has any decency, has any taste, has any chance at happiness, she needs to get away from you. And so um, if you should let her listen to this. You should, uh, um, matter of fact, <clears throat> move to this point of the podcast right now and hit pause. I'm going to wait one second. Hey, how you doing? My name's Ed, and I know we haven't met, but I hear that you're dating Joey. That's not going to end well. And I don't know you from anybody else, but you're probably a decent person. Most are. Joey might have you tricked. He might have you confused, but he's garbage. You need to run away. As quick as possible. Oh, and by the way, have we mentioned that he's a registered, you know, kid, kiddier, uh, a kiddler, uh, a finger popper? Yeah. So please take your children and get away from Joey as quickly as possible. He, like his fantasy team, are garbage. He may be winning right now, but ultimately he will lose. And like that this week, Joey, you will win, but ultimately you will lose. <sighs> Two of my favorite people, Jakey Poo and Powder. Jakey Poo, you're going to just slap your giant fucking Homer Simpson dick all over Brett's face, tonsils, throat, mouth. Like, it's going to be head, shoulders, knees, and toes with your cock all over Brett because there's no way that he can do anything to stop what you have put together. You were a champion last year, and right now, you, barring injury, are looking unstoppable. So roll on, big man. Roll on, Jakey Poo. You, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, and Julio are going to roll right through this ragtag bullshit group of fucking homos on the other side. <clears throat> now, at a glance, it does sound like there could be some possibility on uh, Powder's side, right? Dak Prescott, Jeremy Connor. It, Hurt maybe, don't know. James Taylor, the guy that's actually doing it now that Marlon Max out of the way. Feeling Thielen, are you? Are you feeling Thielen as he's stealing? DK Metcalf, number six wide receiver in all NFL. Goddamn monster. Noah Fant, number two tight end. But 
You're going up against the pink eye slayer. He's got the poo in his eye and he's looking to win this week. You are going to lose. You heard it here. You heard it first. Hot takes with Eddie Rock. Okay. Now, the game you all have been waiting for. Uh, Yachtown's Chano versus Hail Mary Jane. Now, I don't know what the fuck Chano's doing. He dropped all of his team. I tried to pick up half of them. I don't know. My season shit. Chano's gar- most garbage shit. But I think I should pull this one out. I think I should pull this one out. And that would make me 17 of 18 with my picks next week when we talk. I will find out. Uh, and I will come. Again, honest. You know, I don't pull punches. I'm over here shooting you guys straight. Letting you know the real juice. Huh? I ain't got somebody sitting next to me just pulling my dick. Telling me I'm right about everything. I had to go out and find truth myself generate it sometimes that's what i do i don't sit back there was a bone i was gonna pick there was one more bone it was something that tom and powder said i don't remember what it was hold on i'm drinking my coffee Ah. so week three quarter of the season in the books after this Teams are starting to balance, find out who they are versus who we thought they were. And it's all going to get better. It's going to find some normality. We're going to quit playing games in New York and knees are going to stay intact. Our teams may be down, but they're going to get better. I'm talking to you, Eddie Rock. I'm talking to you and Yaktown's finest, Chano's finest, Purple's finest, whatever you call yourself. Stick in there, guy. You're going to be all right. You've been down before. This time it's different. The rebound that you are going to have is going to be amazing. You're going to look back at the end of the season with that second ring on your finger. And you're going to say, you knew you could do it. So just hang in there. You're going to be all right, pal. I did think about what uh, old Powder and Tommy said that I wanted to rebut. And that was my team name. Now listen, I know that you have been the Untouchables forever. Powder, I do remember you've changed your names, Silent Killers, Silent Killers. I mean, how do we even keep up with this shit, right? I mean, the the changing of the names, you know how you do it? It's not real fucking difficult. There's the name of the team. And then right underneath it is the person's fucking name. The only thing that confuses you, Tom, is you're trying to read off some pre-printed bullshit that an AI spit out about a league instead of, like, putting some thought into it. Instead of blaming me for changing my team name, why don't you do some fucking research, huh? I'll tell you why I changed my name. I'll tell you this. It's to honor those that which I play with. That's right, Tom. Every week when I play against somebody, it gives me an opportunity to put my focus on that person. Much like this week, I get to focus on Chano. So I've reached out and I've talked to him. I've been able to rekindle that. I've been able to chat with him. I've FaceTime with him. We're talking about playing some Call of Duty Mobile together. I take this week and I dedicate it to those that I play. And I make my team and my picture reflect something special between me and that person so that we know that this week it is a personal battle between me and them. And there's nobody else in that league except for me and them. That's why. Each week, I take the time 
to finally go in and change the name of my team to something that's meaningful. I take pictures and make sure that they are meaningful. And I write songs about the truth. I'm going to share one more of those with you. It's from my man Chano. Good luck this week as you lick your wounds and move to 0 and 3. Just know that at 2 and 1, I will be looking down upon you. This has been the unintelligible ramblings of Eddie Rock. Living on the farm, my friend Is gonna keep you focused and clear Now you set your lineup weekly By the light of kerosene Want your mama's only boy Know her favorite one is he She didn't cry when you said goodbye John was a faded boy His team scored points ridiculously He drafted guys no one else would And it paid off sometimes, you see John met his match, you know the week three of the FIB Nobody heard his final word He has no internet All the FIBers say They could beat it any day They only let him win that week Out of kindness I suppose Eddie he can't sing the blues All night long like he used to The dust that Saquon Bill last week Ended up on Eddie's mouth When the final whistle blows Ed will split for weak foes How we got the win, who knows Well, ain't nobody knows The FIB said they could beat it any day. They only let him win that week. Out of kindness, I suppose. The poets tell how John fell, and yet he's living like the king himself. Cornwall's quiet, ever's cool. So the story ends, we're told But John don't need your prayers, it's true To save a few for Eddie too He only does what he has to do He should be three and oh All the FIBers say They could beat it any day Only let him 
weep Out of kindness I suppose A few dumb F.I.B.s say They could beat it any day They only let him win that weep Out of ignorance I suppose 